Let's get real. Who wants to have another surface level conversation? Not us. I'm Samantha. And I'm Christian. Two friends having raw but truth-filled conversations about the messiness of life. So buckle up and don't be shy. Because, yep, we're We're going going there. there. We are back talking today about something that maybe some of you will love, maybe some of you will find annoying or just (laughs) maybe convicting, maybe frustrating. We are talking about kind of keeping a home and even just saying that I cringe a little (laughs) bit because it sounds very 1960s little housewife. I'm imagining you in like a high-waisted skirt, like A-frame, yes. like, or A-line skirt A-line with like skirt. a little button-up yep. blouse, like dusting yes. as your like husband comes home. pulling a roast out of the oven. Good afternoon, honey. Welcome home. Yeah. Why don't you go sit down for the next five hours while I continue to do everything? Okay, that is not what we're talking about. No. But I do think in our current culture, it can kind of be looked down upon if you want to cultivate that in your house of almost like, okay, come on, that's not realistic or real. But I think Christian and I both have a heart to create homes that just feel really inviting and peaceful and can be a place where whether it's our husbands, whether it's friends or our kids or whoever walks into our door can feel this sense of peace there. And that kind of takes work. It's not just something that magically happens, especially if you have kids. Yes, it takes a lot of work and it takes a lot of time. And I think it does take intentionality to like create a space that's welcoming, that is restful, that's peaceful, and that can function. And so like, what does that look like? I think both of you and I, you know, you recently started working, but like that also has looked different for you and I too. Like you may be listening to this and you may be a stay-at-home mom or you may be a working mom. And so you're doing all this on the weekends or I kind of a weird schedule and like I do this all in a day. And so we kind of wanted to talk about like, is it even important to keep a home? Why should we feel like that's important? And like, what are some actual examples of like, how do you and I do that or try to do it? Because we don't do it perfectly. Yeah. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've shared in previous episodes that I have a tendency to take this to the extreme and it can actually hinder relationships with people or even just my own mental health of becoming obsessive with it. But I think there is something to remembering that God really calls us to do whatever we do, whatever work we do to do it to the best of our ability. And I think that that comes down to meal planning each week or making sure our home is clean. And yeah, like we can really kind of seek excellence in the things that we do in our home, whether we enjoy doing them or not. But I think we have to realize the payoff for it isn't just to have a nice clean house for other people to look at and admire, but it is really to feel a sense of peace in our home, to take pride in our home and to just really enjoy the gifts in our home that we've been given. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that- that hits hard when you say like, it's not, you know, it's not for us to necessarily do for like the admiration of others. Guys, again, as someone who just like loves the praise of other people, I hate to admit that, but that is me. Like I want people to walk into my house and be like, wow, your house is so clean. But ultimately I am a much happier person and I am able to like host people better and I'm able to love my husband better. And I'm able to, when my family is home together at night, I'm able to sit down and rest and relax with them. If I'm able to keep some like functional things happening in my home where like it can stay to a livable cleanliness and it can like get dinner on the table in an appropriate amount of time. So like, it's important to put thought towards that because then I'm not stewarding the other things God is giving me well. Like I'm not stewarding my home well if I'm not taking care of it. Maybe finances. Yeah, but not stewarding like my family time well either. 
if I'm not making like appropriate accommodations or plans for that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know that I kind of threw finances in there. Sorry for cutting you off. I thought that's where you're going. No. But like if you don't have a meal plan, for example, or just a thought about what your meals are going to look like on weeknights, then we often end up doing a lot of takeout or it's frantic around the five o'clock hour. Of like, what am I going to feed my family? And I love what you said about hosting. I mean, it is a really high value for Justin and I to always have an open door to anyone who wants to be welcomed into our home. And I think that if you always have the excuse of like, well, my house is always messy and I just never have it cleaned. It's like, well, kind of put systems into place to where if a girl calls you last minute on a Tuesday night, all you have to do is throw some toys in some bins or, I mean, obviously, hopefully welcoming people into the mess as well, but kind of just like having systems into place where you can tidy up in 30 minutes and have a couple over after bedtime if mm-hmm. you want. Yeah. And I think it's interesting. Like, again, you may be listening to this and you may have roommates who may do this differently than you or like I have a husband who has really different opinions. And so part of this is also like figuring out how to function together in a home because like, yes, I want an orderly place. That is more of just like how I lean and like I want order and I want cleanliness. Not that my husband's a slob, but he's just not as orderly as I, and he's not as clean as I. And so we do have to have conversations around like, what are your expectations? What are my expectations? And how are we going to do this? Well, if like, yeah, we like to have plans three times a week and that's what our life looks like. And we value, you know, hospitality and all of that. And so it does, it again, takes time and thought to like do those things well, which I think is totally fine. And like, yeah, we shouldn't feel awkward about that or ashamed of that or feel like, oh, I just want to be a good housewife. No, like I ultimately want to serve my family well because it's like a huge gift I've been given. Yeah. And that's a good point too, that when we are doing these things around the house, I mean, I think we've all been there. I mean, we've all been there probably within the hour that you're listening to this of just feeling really bitter about housework or things that you're doing that feel really unfair, maybe even, or just, you know, that you don't want to be doing. And to always keep in mind that we're serving and a lot of our best serving comes from those mundane hidden things that you're not getting praise from, you're not getting glory from, but that do serve your family. Like I love the fact that my husband can walk in and he doesn't see the millions of things that I do every day, but that he doesn't have to think about those things. And I mean, okay, let me say that he does a lot at home and we have a pretty divided up task in our home, but still that he can feel really served and blessed when he comes home from a day at work. And same for me when I come home. So, okay, this is getting into practical stuff, but do you make your bed every day? Ooh, I've started to, I'm not gonna lie, I'm not a bed maker every day. No, which is actually, I feel like a lot, like, if you know me well, it's kind of shocking because you'd think I I am, but no, I'm not. I think all of us really clean people have, like, one thing that we just don't care about and we let go. I'm just over it. That's probably, honestly, our bed making and our master bath because no one goes in there ever except for Andrew and I, so I just, like, I clean it, like, weekly. But like, you know, when I'm washing my face, it like splashes all over the mirror. Like it's probably looking nasty right now, but yeah. I'm just like over it. Yeah. Is that terrible? No. Everyone's I just, judging I, No. Stop. <laughs> this is a judgment-free zone. But it is kind of, if you're the person that always uses the excuse that you don't have time or you don't want to host because of this or whatever, like, come on. Pick a few things that you could challenge yourself in getting better at this week. It's like if you were someone that lets the laundry literally pile up until you don't have a single thing to wear, like put some challenges in on that. Or like if you never can figure out dinner time, like put systems into place. I mean, I think practically like we could share a few things. I think for me, making my bed is a big thing that takes like five minutes. Five minutes? Yeah. Five minutes. How many pillows do you have? Oh, you've seen my bed. 
She does have a lot of pillows. Oh, wait, are you saying that takes long or That's short? That's a long time. Okay, well, I was just, I'm, what, Bed I'm not going to be like, like a minute and a half. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yes. Really? Yes. Should I go make my bed and come back and you can I time me? I was going to say, okay, I'm going to time, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to do this on Instagram stories when this comes out. I'm going to time me making my bed. Make, okay, I just said five minutes. I was no. trying to say like, it's yeah, a okay. quick task. Takes, yep. It personally helps me feel like my day is, I don't know, I just start my day off better. I love the thought of coming home to a freshly made bed and climbing It does make that. a difference. Like, that's why I'm working on it, actually. Yeah, it's like a mental thing. That's one thing. I think always going to bed with a clean kitchen sink is just something that it's like, wow, that is genius. I mean, to wake up in the morning when I shuffle in to get my cup of coffee and see that all the dishes are out of the sink. They might be in the dishwasher. They might be wherever. But at least I just, like, have a fresh start to my day. I don't know. What are some of yours? So again, I love tangibles. Like this is just how my mind works, even to the extent of like, I was that person who, when I put in new like cleaning routines for myself, I buy new cleaning supplies and I bought like all the amber jars and stuff and labeled them and things. Again, I just like, it looks pretty. So it makes me feel good when I use it. So like tangibles, I heard this really good thing a couple years ago. It was actually in a parenting class. But I've used it ever since. And Andrew and I had a conversation at our home. Like, what are our non-negotiables? Like, what are our non-negotiables around the house that, like, we just need things to function well at this time? And we decided those things were bath and bed, like, for our kiddos, but then for us. Like, we just want that to be easy. Like, we don't want to have to do, like, a ton before that happens. And then we said getting into the car and mealtime. It's like weird enough, but like that's where all of our structure is. And that's also where like all of our planning goes towards. So like if that's meal planning, we work every like Friday on like a meal plan and I buy like enough stuff for like three to four meals. So normally like on the weekends we're doing more with friends. So it's like, you know, one to two meals. And then we normally like meal prep. I normally do it, try to do it on Fridays, but also try to do it on Sundays and meal prep for like several things throughout the week. Cause like you said, financially, it's part of keeping a home that like we want to make wise decisions. We want to be able to like spend where we want to spend and plan to spend, not where we have to, because we like didn't plan well. And so we do that, but then also like even my morning routine, like with the kids, like trying to get out of the house, I hate coming home and the house like still looks like what it looked like when I left it, you know, in a wreck is what I mean. So there's certain things where I'm like, okay, by this time on the clock, by like 816, I need to be like literally have it in my mind by 816, I need to be doing this so that like I can get, you know, Graham's breakfast picked up and I can like wipe down the counters real fast so I can walk in and like the counters are clean. So I think like for me, they're like really tangible. So like even just time blocking where do I need to be in my morning routine by what time so that I can like get the house prepared for when I come home? That's really good planning. I mean, I start to think, oh, this is not an important topic. Like this just feels really silly. But I think any of us listening to this can relate and also see that I think for a lot of us, it can be a really big struggle in life. I think that those little chaotic things in our home oftentimes can contribute to a really chaotic season of life feeling. So I'm thinking about like before you add a new baby to your family, there's a lot of things you do to prep for that. That's because you know that life is about to be crazy. So the more systems and ease of things that you have in place at home that can help you, you know, with those like overnight feedings or the changes or whatever it can be like having the diaper bag ready at the door. That's why we do those things because life already feels chaotic. And so if little things are constantly feeling out of place and chaotic at home, 
it's just not mentally good for anyone. I mean, I even think kids pick up on it. I think if you're dealing with something stressful at work and then you come home to chaotic house, like even if you're not realizing it, I really do think it makes a difference. Oh, yeah. One of the things Andrew is not a calendar person and I am like a big calendar person. And one of the things probably two years into marriage, we kept arguing because like I would come home and I was like flustered about what our house looked like because we made another social plan and I wasn't able to like clean the house or like do whatever I wanted. And literally he was like, Christian, can we just get like a whiteboard? Yeah. You guys I hate it. even saying it out loud, a whiteboard calendar of our fridge because I literally hate what it looks like. But honestly, it's like saved a lot of arguments because again, like if we're not making plans for how we're keeping the home and like creating a place of peace, well, then we're coming home at like 5.30 p.m. and we are both peeved because we have things to do. And we're like, we just worked a full day. We're not even able to like enjoy each other anymore because now we're just like peeved that we're having to do this. But like if we actually had a plan for it now, like, For a while, we've now just like gone into the routine. But for a while, I had like, hey, this is our deep cleaning night. Like if you can vacuum, I'll sweep. Then we're going to do the sheets. Then we're going to do this. Like it was just like, this is what we're going to do. Because that was like how we had to function at the time. And setting up expectations for your spouse so that they're not coming in and you're like, hey, do this, 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 and this. I think having a conversation about breaking up household tasks. I heard this on a different podcast and I really couldn't even tell you where I heard this, but I feel bad whoever said this. But kind of sitting down and doing, like actually writing down the things that have to happen every week. So, okay, trash day, taking out the trash. Maybe for you that's like taking stuff We forgot trash day today. That is the worst thing ever. Yep, the worst. I literally was texting my husband. I'm like, so where are we going to take this trash this week? Because it's just sitting in our garage. <sighs> so the worst. side note, guys. Okay, that's <laughs> the worst. So whether that's trash, maybe who's cooking the meals, maybe that's laundry, whatever it is, like who's buying the groceries, like getting really into the nitty gritty, maybe that's cutting grass, putting all those tasks down and then actually assigning them to each other. So yeah, I work part time. So more of those tasks do fall on me, which I'm happy to do. There's things and there's been seasons where I've had health issues or things going on where Justin takes a lot of those tasks, but just communicating about it, not during the time of like, hey, mop the floors, they're disgusting. But having a previous plan, I think just alleviates a lot of that stress and tension, at least in my family, because yeah, we operate, like you said with you and Andrew, very different on what we think the house should look like or how it should function. So One of the things I heard a while, I love asking like moms who are different stages than me, like what they do for meals and stuff. Because right now, like we have two kiddos. Yes, we're starting to do activities and stuff. But like, it's not like we have a 10 year old and a seven year old that we're like, go, go, going on like soccer and gymnastics and like all the stuff. And so I I love asking. And one of the people I asked one time gave me this idea. We don't implement it now. But she said every single day of the week is like a genre of food. And so it's really helped me in my planning that like kids know that like Wednesday is a so we're going to have spaghetti or lasagna oh, or something like cool. that. Thursday is like whatever night. Tuesday and Friday, would have to be tacos. Yes, I was Mexican. about to say taco for Thursday. <laughs> and I was like, that's all right. And then she was like, Fridays is always pizza. So like, this is just the plan we do. And so I rotate like a bunch of meals and I like to try new things all the time. So like I'll make something different, but they know like if they have a friend coming over, they can tell them what they're going to eat. Oh, that's cool. If we like want to make different plans, like we can, but like this is how I plan for our week. And I was like, that's genius because I think the decisions we can eliminate that we have to make every day because we just have systems in place can give us like more relief in our minds to actually like think on things that actually matter, you know? See, that's what it is. Again, these seem trivial, but that's what it does. It's freeing up a lot of space in your mind to actually be thinking and caring about the things that God wants us to be. And I just think it's actually genius. I have two more little practical ones I just thought of. Okay. 
Do you guys do this at night? You just do like a, I had an older friend tell me they set a 10 minute timer and both the husband and wife, like once all the kids are in bed, just zip through the house for at least 10 minutes, sometimes more, and just pick up everything so that you're not going to bed with like a mess. Yeah. Then whether or not you're sitting down to hang out, spend time together. And it feels like a little game, like you can accomplish something. How much could I do? I love that. Okay, yeah. Yeah. We'll just tell our husbands that it's a game. I'm going to start doing that. Yeah. Um, I loved that (laughs) one. And then the other one, oh, okay. I don't necessarily do this in my stage of life. But a load of laundry a day where you literally just every day wash, dry, fold, and put away a complete load. I mean, I know that sounds crazy to some people, but I'm getting there where I could probably do that. And there's only one child. Like, yeah. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, it, well, it's crazy. And if you decide, sometimes I'll break it up. Like, I'm going to do... And I've only done this in a few seasons of my life, but I'm all say like on the weekends, we're going to do all the sheets, but then like Monday I do all towels and like, I yes, will kind of break it up good. in like type of laundry. Another thing I had was, which I do love is like, I bought these cute cleaning supplies, you know, and it really helped me like get excited about cleaning more. I'm, I'm normally excited about cleaning, but you know, mm-hmm. just like helped. Everyone and help. I bought the same like sets of everything for every single bathroom. That's so good. I do love that because now it's not the excuse. I mean, our house is not huge, but like, like, you know, when you're in one bathroom, you're like, oh, I should clean this mirror. But like the Windex is in the other bathroom. I don't want to have to go get it. And like no excuse. I can like spritz, spritz, wipe, and then it's all done. And I just put it below the sink. And like that's super helpful. So little tangible things that no, you that's just like good. to do. There's so many little things that we can implement. I think things like getting on, whether that's Amazon, like auto subscriptions for your paper towels, your toilet paper, cleaning supplies. We do that in our home. That has been life-changing for me in a lot of ways. Also, during the pandemic, when everyone was stressed about the toilet paper thing, I had just gotten my giant like three-month supply. And so I was like, Amazing. I am good. Amazing. I did share a few rolls with people. Not me. Were you out of toilet paper? No. Okay, so Never it was out. people that were out of toilet paper. <laughs> and what's another one? Oh my gosh, do you do grocery pickup or delivery? Yes, pick okay. up. So it's like who even goes into a grocery store? I mean, I do sometimes because yes. it's just fun for certain people. But yeah, I mean, think through little things that could make your life so much easier. Maybe put that on a routine where you're like, okay, every Sunday night I put in my order and then Monday on the way home from work, I pick them up or whatever it looks like for your routine. But I think that those things can really help you develop systems in your life that is just going to cause a lot less stress and a lot less chaos and you will feel the effects from it. I Mm -hmm. promise. Yeah. And that's what I was going to say. I think we want to have this conversation because it's like genuinely helped our families function better. But we hope that this also like provides you some help and like, hey, maybe I need to sit down with my roommates or my spouse and really talk through like, hey, where are we most stressed? Like, when we get home, why are we not able to have quality time or what is causing us like anxiousness at night or in the morning? And so let's like talk about some systems and that can be really small stuff that you guys just start implementing over time that kind of builds on itself and then eventually just comes into routine to really make sure you're getting that quality time. You're creating a space of rest and relaxation and just an environment that you can host in and enjoy together as a family. Hey, thanks for going there with us. If you loved what you heard, don't forget to follow along with us at Going There, the podcast. And it also means so much to us if you subscribe to our podcast and shared it with a friend. Talk to you soon. Bye.